0: He who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. This quote was by Friedrich Nietzsche. Folks, nothing is more powerful than knowing your why. Have you ever got stuck on a problem where you didn't know what the solution was? Did you feel like you were trying all sorts of things, but yet you still feel stuck with no progress? There's another quote I want to share. We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. This quote was by Albert Einstein. Folks, are you focused on being a solution creator? Do you focus on solving your problems by asking yourself, what is the solution? But you still feel like you're stuck in this infinite loop. In today's episode, I'm going to share a recent framework that came up multiple times in coaching sessions these past several weeks. What happens when you focus on mastering the why and how? Beyond the what? Tune in to find out how this simple perspective can have a profound impact on how you create solutions in your life. Let's cue the intro. Welcome to the Boom Vision Podcast the show that empowers you to live an enriching life physically, mentally, and spiritually. I am your host, Benjamin Ye, and I created this podcast to give you perspectives on how to strengthen your mindset so that you can build optimal health, create aligned wealth, and connect with your higher self. It's all interconnected. Let's get to work. Hi folks, welcome back to episode 50 of the Boom Vision podcast. In today's episode, I want to share something that has popped up multiple times in different conversations with my clients and friends. The concept is simple. Focus on the why and how, not on the what. What do I mean by this? So let me share you a quick story. On Facebook about four to five months ago, I remember coming across this post, and it was this aerial drawing of a World War II plane. And so this picture tracked the bullet holes on Allied planes that encountered Nazi anti-aircraft fire in World War II. Now, the premise was that the military wanted to reinforce the areas that were damaged because their intention was to save as many pilots being able to fly back home safely. And so the ground crew observed the most damages that these planes were being shot at. And so they drew this diagram that had all these red dots, tips of the wings and the tail of it towards the center of the plane, all the areas where the plane sustained damages, the ones that flew home. Now, initially, the military were thinking, okay, All the areas that took heavy damage, why don't we reinforce those areas on the plane? But it was a Hungarian-born Jewish mathematician, Abraham Wald, that pointed out that this was damages on the planes that made it home safely. And that instead, the Allies should armor the areas where there were no dots at all. Because those are the places where the plane won't survive when they get hit. And so what they said was that this phenomenon was called survival ship bias. A logic error where you focus on things that survived when you should really be looking at things that did not. And I saved this post because the takeaway I got from reading this is that if you focus your energy on the what, you might fall into the trap of survivorship bias. Because when you're in that survivorship bias, that might be what's been causing you to feel stuck in that recursive loop. Instead, if you focus on the why and how, then by asking different questions, that will yield different answers. What do I mean by this? If you use the framework of why and how in this context, What is the military's why? The military's why is that they want more pilots to survive and come home safely. Now with this why, the how is how do we reinforce parts of the plane to increase protection that'll increase survival rate. So with this why and how, what's the what? The question is what are the parts that they need to protect that are not surviving? Do they have that data? They don't, because all the planes that came back are the planes that survived. And when you realize that, you're not protecting the areas that have the red dots. You should be protecting the areas that have no dots, because chances are those are the planes that are not flying back. And so the main takeaway from this story is this. Sometimes the answer isn't solved by what you see. It may be solved By what you don't see. By being clear on your why and how, this will help shine the light in the direction of possible solutions rather than you trying to solve it blindly. So, let me share another story to shine some more light, right? Pun intended. (laughs) So, this story is about finding the right business partner, right? So, the example I'm gonna share is my cousin. And his prospective partner. Now my cousin wants to find an operating partner, a general contractor to start renovating and potentially flipping houses. So I asked him, what's your why in finding an operating partner? And so what he shared was, well I want to generate wealth with having a operating partner. Okay and how do you get there? So his how is how do I collaborate with a good operating partner that is trustworthy and aligned with my values? Got it, okay. So with that why, with that how, what's the what? The what is, who can I work with that exhibit good, trustworthy, and aligned values? And so when I was hearing my cousin describe his experience going to possible sites with this general contractor, something about it, just felt a little bit off. It didn't feel like there was alignment with how they're going about in looking at deals, but also about just their business partnership. And so when I sensed this, I shared with my cousin hey, why don't you ask this prospective partner a couple of questions? One way you can frame the conversation is to share your intentions. And so one intention could be my intention is to create a business with an operating partner that is aligned in creating wealth together. So with that context, hey, can you share why you created the proposal that you had on the equity and promote split? That just means in terms of who's putting out the money, who's putting up the sweat equity or the work, and then how do you plan to divide the profits, right? How can we create a structure that's a win-win for all of us. And I gave that prompt to my cousin to ask this prospective general contractor because I told him, you wanna be able to listen how he responds. Because if your potential partner is responding by, well, I need X, Y, and Z, then that kind of gives you a glimpse that, well, what's in it for me, right? versus if he explains it in a way where it's like hey i need x y and z because of a b and c this is what's driving my decision how about you what makes you feel good in this partnership if he were to ask these series of questions in response to your question okay that's giving more of a glimpse that there is energy of collaborating together i want to make this a win-win So I'm gonna share with you what makes it work for me, but I would love to hear what works for you. And so what my cousin realized after asking these questions and prompts is that this partner may be a good operating partner and is trustworthy, but there might be a little bit of misalignment in values. Specifically, they both wanna generate wealth. The what? But how they get there is different. My cousin's aha moment that he shared with me and what he learned from this experience was this People focus too much on just the what, what you bring to the table, what you own, what you have, etc. But they break up when the how differs too much. And so the main takeaway from this second story is this To create alignment, you need to understand your partner's why how and what. If you only look at what complements on the surface, that's like survivorship bias. For example, you want to grow? Hey, I want to grow too. Seems like we have similar motivations. Hey, let's grow together. But what's the how? Oh, you want to get there by driving? Wait, I want to get there by swimming or flying. Hmm, our how and how we get there is different. But wait a minute, what's your why? Oh, you want to go to New York City? Wait, 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 I want to go to Hawaii. We're going opposite directions. Guess what? I don't think this partnership's going to work. It doesn't matter if we both want to progress forward, if we cannot agree on the pace in how we get there or the direction and where we want to progress towards. Our innate why. And so with that said, what are this week's action steps to help you focus on the why and how rather than on the what? So for this week, it's the bias method, B-I-A-S. What does that mean? The B stands for breathe. Take a deep breath. Calm yourself with a method that works for you to quiet your wind tunnel so that you can clear your mind with just a simple breath work. The I stands for identify. Identify why you're solving what you're solving for. Identify how you plan to create a solution. Do I have the resources on how I can solve my problem at hand? Your imagination needs to see it first to conceive it and believe it. This is how you attract new realities into your life. If you're not able to envision how you solve this problem, then what or who is missing from this mental picture that can help you? The A stands for Assess. Assess the circumstances of your problem or situation. If the answers are not immediately obvious, perhaps the answer lies within a space of where you cannot see. So it begs the question, what or who is not present in my imagination? That this situation needs to solve itself and depending on what or who, can I ask them and bring them into the picture? You'll never know until you ask. The S stands for solutions. What are the possible solutions to address my how and why? If you're so certain that it cannot be done, guess what? You're right. Then it won't be done. And then you'll stop asking questions on how it can be done. But if you ask different questions, wait, this can be done. There is a solution. What will it take to get there? What am I not seeing? Who can help me show my blind spots? And so there's two prompts you can say out loud to help you frame your intentions. The first prompt, how do I work smarter and not harder? And the second prompt is, How do I make this easy and simple? Giving yourself a prompt to say out loud. It's almost like writing the right prompt if you're using chat right? With the right prompt, a better solution can present itself. So prompt yourself. It's not only what you ask. It's how you ask it that will yield better answers that can profoundly change your outer reality. So, final thoughts for today's episode. There's a quote I want to share. What the mind of a man can conceive and believe, it can achieve. This quote was by Napoleon Hill. Folks, the questions you ask yourself shines the light on the reality you are able to conceive and create. Similar to the Albert Einstein quote I shared in the beginning, there's another Einstein quote I will leave you with. No problem can be solved from the same level of consciousness that created it. When you're clear on your why, that directionally will give you clarity on your how and the what, the solution, will reveal itself when you raise your consciousness. You've got this. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Send me a DM on Instagram, at Benjamin ye if you feel this episode resonates with you. And if you're new to the show, I invite you to hit that subscribe button so that we can thrive together. Until next time, folks, be kind to yourself. Be in delight. Be you. Thank you so much for tuning in to my Boom Vision podcast. If you'd like to find out more about me and this podcast, head over to benjaminye.com. That's spelled B-E-N-J-A-M-I-N. Yeh.com. If you haven't already, click subscribe and I'll catch you next time.